0: Hey guys, this is Britton from Emerald Pacific, and coming at you today to talk a little more about drones, and specifically five things that I feel like you'll notice if you ever consider owning a drone, buying a drone, flying a drone, and all that good stuff. So first off, drones can be a lot of fun. They can be a great addition to your photography gear, they can be a great toy for any hobbyist out there. And it could be a tremendous asset for a business that's maybe like real estate photography or just like any photographer and videographer out there. It can be a great asset for your business. So for everything that drones can bring, there are a lot of things to consider before flying a drone for the first time. There are five things specifically that I personally learned about flying a drone that I wish I would have known before getting into it and investing a lot of money into it. So hopefully this podcast helps out a little bit about some of the things that you'll probably notice and you should consider before you fly a drone or own a drone for the first time. And the first thing is, I know me personally, I love to name things. And this is the same as it goes with the drone that I got. So the first thing you'll notice is you'll probably want to name your drone. And I know that typically it's like expensive things. That I give a name to. I know my first car was Steven the Subaru. I had a Subaru Impreza WRX that I absolutely loved. And the current car that I have is Morty the Mazda. And the first drone that I had, his name was Derek, the drone. And my current drone right now, his name is Daryl. And the things that get named, kind of like what I was talking about, they tend to have like a personality to them. There's just something about the demeanor or kind of the look of something that gives it a bit of a personality i know it's like this with like the subarus and mazdas cars are notorious for having a personality even though a drone may or may not have a personality i don't know that's kind of up to you i feel like my drone had a bit of a personality and the reason why i named my current one daryl there's not really a good reason why i named it daryl i felt like it was a good name and that was pretty much it it can be fun to yell you know go daryl go (laughs) when I'm flying the drones, going off and taking awesome photos, you know, whatever. There are some people that for some reason thought I named it Daryl after the character from The Walking Dead. And that's definitely not the case, even though um, Daryl Dixon from The Walking Dead is quite a badass. And I don't think anyone can fight that. So I guess in a way, Daryl the drone is kind of a badass. He flies out, he takes awesome photos... So I guess they kind of tie in together. Not really. I just named it Daryl because I wanted to name it Daryl. And it was a fun name to yell out. So the second thing that you'll notice with flying drones is I can guarantee there will be at least one time that you fly it out of range. And this was one of the first mistakes that I personally made when I started flying a drone. The advertising at the time told me that I could fly the drone out like a mile or two and be perfectly fine. And what I forgot was it wasn't really the case. It didn't necessarily have the ability of flying out a couple miles, specifically because the controller has a certain frequency that it sends out to the drone to kind of tell it where to go within, like, kind of a GPS type of a setting. And you'll notice this with a lot of the drones that they'll have some kind of GPS built into them. I know it's like this with a lot of the DJI drones that they have the GPS built in. And it's amazing because it allows you to be able to fly the drone and have it kind of sit in one location without it drifting away and having it kind of fly away on you. So it's always important to consider that there's some kind of transmission involved between the controller and the drone that will tell it where to go and what it needs to do. And when you fly it out a mile or two, it can easily lose that signal. And I know that I had a bit of a panic attack when I did this for the first time, and I can guarantee that this will happen to you as well. Where you are gonna have a panic attack, you're gonna try to mess around with the controller, and try to get it to come back home when it's already out of range. And at this point, the more that you try to mess with the controller and the more that you try to play with it, the more likely that you might accidentally send the drone a command that will make it fly out of the air and crash into a tree or crash into the lake or whatever. So you need to consider that when it's out of range, make sure you don't panic. I know it can be really easy to panic in situations like this, However, because the drone has GPS, it has a feature that's known as a go-home. And basically what this is, is the drone, when you first set it up to fly in the air, it sets its own little coordinate, which it calls its home point. And what this does is if it realizes that it goes out of range, or maybe you lost sight of it and you don't know where it is, there's a button. And I know it's like this on the DGI controller, where it's a little go home button, and you'll notice it's a go home button if it's a circle with a little H in it, and there's an arrow that points down at it to let you know that this is the go home button. So instead of freaking out, trying to kind of mess around with the controller and figuring out you know how to get this drone to come back, I would recommend pressing that go home button first and letting it fly back to you, get back in the range to where you can cancel that function And be able to fly it back to you and then fly it back to the home point. So it's safe and sound and you're not potentially crashing and spending thousands of dollars trying to fix it or get a new drone. And with that being said, you'll definitely crash it at least once. And this kind of goes into the next point, specifically my third point, that I can guarantee you'll probably crash it at least once. Whether it's in range, out of range, There's going to be at least one instance where something like this will happen. And a little earlier, I was talking about Derek the drone, which was my first drone. And there's a reason why I have a Daryl the drone. It's because Derek is dead. I accidentally crashed it when I was first learning how to fly it. And luckily, I was able to return it and swap it out for a new drone. But still... I crashed it, I was learning how to fly it, and it was a terrible mistake. And I was so freaked out about it because it's a $2,000 investment. And luckily, I was able to swap it out within a pretty tight timetable. Otherwise, I would have been out a couple thousand dollars, and I would have been completely devastated. So as a new drone pilot, for anyone that's looking into flying a drone, playing around with a drone, I would definitely recommend getting the little bumper things. And DJI sells these cool little bumpers that you can attach to the drone to where if you accidentally rub it up against a building or maybe you're concerned about it flying next to a tree. It'll at least protect the drone a little bit so you're not out a couple thousand dollars with it crashing into something or potentially damaging the blades and the motors of the drone itself. And the fourth thing that I know I definitely noticed with flying a drone is there were certain times I was super paranoid to fly this thing. And specifically around like the metro area, like around cities, around state parks. And the reason why I was so paranoid about flying in certain places is with the amount of people that are starting to buy drones, They're easily accessible. You can go to like Best Buy. You can go to the Apple store. You can buy these drones anywhere big and small. And there's a lot of local governments and a lot of state governments, and even on the national level. They're starting to implement laws and regulations to limit what you can and can't do with a drone. So you need to consider that there's a lot of reasons that these laws are becoming kind of a thing. In the country and in the state, is a lot of it has to do with privacy and security reasons. And it's perfectly all right. It's perfectly plausible. It makes sense why there would be privacy and security reasons. You don't necessarily want to have a drone flying over you if you're like watching a football game. You don't want a drone to fly into like the airport. If you're trying to leave and go on vacation, you don't want a drone to fly into the propeller or fly into the engine. And a lot of people are naturally concerned that they're going to get spied on, that their neighbors are going to buy these drones, they're going to start spying on you. And they're all perfectly good reasons for feeling paranoid about drones or paranoid even flying a drone. But there are good reasons for getting a drone as well. It should be about taking amazing photos, and specifically awesome photos of nature. So if you're at the beach, if you're up in the hills... You should be able to fly a drone and get some really cool pictures and then throw them up on Facebook and Instagram and be like, you know, check out these awesome photos that I got. And this actually kind of makes me think of a time where I did this exact thing with taking Daryl the drone and wanting to go up into like the hills and the mountains to take some awesome photos. And this was when I was in California at the beginning of 2016. Basically, what happened was I was in California was for an internship with Apple, and there was one weekend that it was a beautiful day, and being in the Bay Area, there's a lot of great places to go, so I wanted to take Daryl up into the hills and see if I could take some awesome photos. So I went up there, and I thought it was a perfect place because there was no one around. I was just way out in the wilderness, and threw Daryl up into the air and started flying him around. What I realized after a couple minutes was that a ranger quickly came up on my position. He parked right behind me, got out of his truck, and told me that I needed to take my drone out of the air. And I didn't realize at the time that I was actually accidentally flying in a natural wildlife preserve. So that was a little distressful. I felt a little paranoid about it because I didn't realize that I was flying in a natural wildlife preserve and I didn't know that it was illegal. I thought it was perfectly fine, I thought I was up in the hills, it was you know, all great and dandy. But there were local laws that were in place and I wasn't aware of them. So basically the moral of this story is definitely look up local laws, local reg- regulations. And make sure that where you're flying isn't interfering with, like, the metro area, with any laws that might be in place for flying in natural wildlife preserves, especially with, like, state and national parks. There can be a lot of regulation on what you can do with a drone in a national park or even in the state park. So you need to be aware of those laws before you decide to start flying your drone in those areas. And the last thing you'll notice with flying a drone is a lot of people tend to kind of be all fixated on drones. So if you do decide to fly a drone somewhere, you could see that a crowd starts to build up around you. And the thing you need to consider when you start getting a crowd that's kind of building up around you and wanting to see what you're doing is you need to make sure that you give them some kind of direction on what to do. The first thing you need to consider is making sure that people are safe. That when you're taking off your drone, if you're starting to fly it, that people are clear of the location that you're starting to take off. And you want to make sure that people aren't like running at you. They're not trying to touch the drone or trying to get your drone. That there are a lot of weird and crazy things that can happen. And just make sure that you're courteous of the people that are around you that are in the park and they're naturally going to want to check out what you got going on and what kind of photos that you might be taking and from my personal experiences I've never personally had to deal with someone that was combative with me flying the drone a lot of people tend to be interested in what you're doing so when you're out and about invite them to check out what you got going on However, make sure that they're safe and you never know from showing them what you got going on and showing them what kind of awesome photos you're taking. You might sell some photos. So always be open minded and just make sure that people are safe when you're flying your drone and that people are staying their distance and have it be a really fun experience for everyone involved. So those are the five primary things that I personally notice with flying a drone. And I'm sure there's a lot of you out there that may be listening to the podcast and have a lot to say about flying drones if you've flown a drone before or if you've considered flying a drone. So I would love to hear some of your guys' comments about your experiences with flying a drone, what kind of things you're curious about or want to hear about with flying drones. What is it like to fly a drone? What is it like to have an, Like maybe you're trying to get your pilot's license and you're wanting to use it for business. There's a lot involved with becoming a pilot and getting certified through the FAA and all that good stuff. So let me know your guys' thoughts either in the comments on SoundCloud or now there's going to be a blog on impactdesign.com. So there'll be a written version of this podcast that'll be going up probably at the same time. So you can read both. You can leave comments on Impact Design as well. Or you can send me an email at britain at impactdesign.com. Let me know what your thoughts are about either this podcast, about the blog post, any of those things. Or if there's a certain topic you want me to talk about, definitely send me an email. Go to impactdesign.com. Let me know. I never know what you guys want me to talk about unless you do let me know. So always feel free to submit your ideas, topics of discussion, all that good stuff, either here, either to the blog on impactdesign.com. And let me know what you got going on. Other than that, I hope you guys have a great day. And I look forward to chatting with all of you soon.